In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Around this time of year, as the weeks creep towards Advent, which is two weeks away, two Sundays away is Advent, so uh, you can also go to the Christmas Bazaar, I'm sure, to buy your Advent candles instead of waiting until the middle of December to get them, which we sometimes do. The Sunday readings focus on the end of the world and on judgment. And at the, at the best, or at the least, I should say, Catholics will formulate a, 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 a biblical attitude about these events. Christ preaches about them, prepares us for them, and we know that as a, as, a, as a Christian, I should always be in the state of grace. I should always be ready to see the face of God, to meet my judgment. And whether that be because of the end of the world or because of the end of my earthly life, it's, it's not relevant to me. Our Lord even makes it very clear, these things are going to happen, but don't listen to the people who are saying that they are about to happen. So... There's a, there's a vigilance um, and a peacefulness. But there's also more to it. There's a purposefulness. When we, things, when we see things that are um, uh, decaying, we know that... Uh, it's 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 going away. Um, uh, medically, you know, something is something's wrong, right? And it's and it hurts. And uh, so, for example, I had a recent visit to the orthopedic surgeon. Uh, we've gotten to be pretty good friends, and um, I've, I've been dealing with arthritis for over fifteen years. So. That's, that's not new, but whenever there's a new, a new issue, there's, that, there's those series of questions. What is this? Is this, a, is this a grinding away of something that will never come back? Or is this a pain that actually just indicates that there's something that's just simply not healthy, but it can be restored to health, right? Whether it be bone or soft tissue, it doesn't matter. Some, some pains are indication of there is decay and, and this is going away. You'll, you'll never get it back. Or this is something that we can treat and it can get better. Think of that as um, a framework for thinking about your entire person, not just your body, not just your physical health. There are things that will decay that one day will simply be gone. And there are things that will last, and, but just because they're going to last, they can still hurt. So your body and your soul, for instance, your body one day will simply decay and it will turn to dust. And we know that's not the end because of the resurrection of Christ. We know that there will be a resurrection of the body. So the body isn't only of temporary significance, but we know that at some point it's going to go away. The soul, we know, because we listen to what Christ teaches us through the church, the soul will last forever. The soul is immortal. But just because it's immortal doesn't mean it is always well. 
it, it can be sick. It can be in pain. In fact, if you think of uh, the different parts of you that can hurt, the bigger parts of you, the stronger parts of you, are likely to hurt even worse when they're not well. And then on a, on, a, on a global scale, everything that can decay, everything that can disintegrate, one day will just simply go away. But there are things that will last forever. History, then, has a purposefulness. In our own personal history, we're, we're frequently concerned, some people are desperate, to live as long as possible, to, to save every little bit of, of um, physical health that they have. Rather than knowing that life is to be lived, life is difficult, strenuous, and one day um, the body will be done. Hopefully, unlike St. Francis of Assisi, we won't have to apologize to our body for having treated it so badly, but it's, it's there to be used. And as a result of, of our concern about prolonging life, we tend to think of our death as just simply just that it's so sad. It's just when there's, you know, it's done. It, the, the, the body's finished. Rather than seeing our life progressing towards the, the full culmination, the, the revelation of all that matters, and our, our grasping that which will last forever, and our soul going straight up to heaven, Some of you have, uh, have noted that I read recently Father Elijah by uh, Michael O'Brien. Uh, a good book. Not my favorite book of, an, of the apocalyptic genre. Uh, that would be Lord of the World by Robert Hugh Benson. Um, but as a book that describes the end of the world, they both portray this glorious final confrontation between Christ through his church and his saints and even his imperfect servants against the world, against Satan and those that he has seduced. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a glorious final confrontation that's envisioned rather than just uh, things just fall apart. So I would recommend Father Elijah to you. You can listen to it for free on formed.org. You can read it too, but you can listen to it as an audio book. Right now I'm listening to Sigrid Unset's biography of St. Catherine of Siena, which was a little bit of a surprise. I didn't realize Unset wrote a biography of Catherine of Siena. Um, it 
most of you, if you know her name, it's from Kristen Laverne's daughter. But uh, uh, this biography is, is, uh, is definitely worth your listening. There's a beautiful moment when our Lord in his dialogues with St. Catherine is teaching her how always to remain peaceful. By this time in her life, she's already been afflicted by the devil many times um, and uh, has paid a great price for, for following our Lord. Some inside of her family, uh, others even among uh, the Mantaletta, the, 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 what came to be known as the Third Order of the Dominicans, um, and just people in Siena. But our Lord told her, if you always want to be at peace, never forget who you are and who I am. If you always remember who you are and who I am, you will always be at peace. Your conscience will always be uh, simple, and, and you will never waver. And the Lord continued, you are what is not. I am what is. With a Christian understanding of the world, meaning a Christian who who observes being and understands it. So Christian philosophers can tell us about what it means to be a contingent being. Our Lord wasn't telling St. Catherine of Siena she's nothing and she doesn't matter, but rather we are what is not. We, we didn't have to be. Our existing, our being is contingent. It, it, it didn't have to happen. God didn't have to create us. God freely chose to create us. There could have been a universe that, didn't, that doesn't include any one of us or even all of us. Our being didn't have to happen, but it, but it did, and it will continue for all eternity. God is. God, God exists of necessity. Not that he always has to keep on being, but it's impossible for God not to exist. And so anything that is good is uh, is, is evidence of God. Anything that's beautiful proclaims and reveals the glory of God. Any good that, that we have, any good that we do, comes from God. Even, even those natural abilities that we exercise without thinking about God, they come from God. We are what is not. He is what is. We need to remember that. There are some people who know about God, who even acknowledge the existence of God, but don't want to follow him, don't want to obey him, don't want to worship him. Perhaps partly out of not seeing through the, the difficulties of life where some things rot and decay and die and some things hurt. And it seems like God's just to blame for all of it. 
Instead of recognizing that the unfolding of natural history and even human history, particularly, and our personal history, is the unfolding, the ultimate revelation of, of what is, what, what is forever, and the peeling away of what is not. So we ask the Lord to give us faith and courage to, to live deliberately and to, to see the purposefulness of history, the purposefulness of the future, and the final revelation of the glory of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.